Rebbe Chinn as Karonas Hasvira. Koydim Shavos. So in the middle of a paragraph. Recording in progress. Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Hechsher Kalim, Halacha Dalid. We're in the middle of paragraph Lamed Tes. We're up to where Abnosazal begins, Vezehu Bechinas Kavonas Hasfira Koinim Shavuos. We dedicate the learning today, Lilo Nishmas Tuvia Brabisrol Yitzchok, Yurachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Bas Itamar, and for a complete refuah shlema for all those that need it, including Chavi Vachana Bazgalia, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Ruven Chaim ben Chanaelka, Avigail Brocha bas Shirat Voira, Shirat Voira bas Miriam, Yosef Avram Eliezer Nisim ben Pesia, Jonas ben Hilda, Leia Reina bas Aviva, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulun ben Soralea, Chavaliba bas Mirimdvoira, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya bas Luna Patricia, Yehuda ben Soramaya, Chaim ben Rachel, Shlomanisim ben Mazel, Idis bas Miriam Brindle, Tuvyet Svi ben Chaya Aliza, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Ami ben Chai ben Yehuda Skila, Besoich Towards the end of the previous year, we were talking about the counting of the days of creation. The Torah begins with the, the six days of creation, and each one of them is counted. And by the first one, it says, Echod, not Rishon. And we spoke about that. Now, Rav Zal says, Vizel Bechinas Kavonas Hasfira Koidem Shvuas. And similar to what we explained there is a similar concept applying to the counting that we do before the holiday of Shavuos. She'ikar hatikun alidei she'soifren hayomim lo'oimer she'hoyomenifen o'isoy l'ashem isborach. The main thing we're trying to accomplish is that we're counting the days from when they brought that oimer of barley which they lifted up to Hashem. As the Gemara says, That when the Oymer Sa'irim was brought, the Koyhen lifted it up in all six directions, the four directions and up and down, to show that we're show recognition of the one whom the whole world belongs to him. Everything is his. So again, we're connecting to that Echod, to the one Hashem. Ki ho'imer mamtik dinim umevatel hamaniyos. Because the oimer, which was barley, is mamtik dinim, as we've explained earlier. How barley, so'ira, is referred to as animal food, which is a bechina of din, compared to human food. 
and Soira is Begimatri at two times Menatzbach. Different ways that the Sifrei Kabbalah show us that the, the Oimer Soirim was an Indian of Hamtoka Sadinim, which means eliminating obstacles. Ad Shechoizrin Letchilas Hashoirish, until we go back up, we plug into the beginning, the source. Shehu Bechinas Ruchoy Shel Moshiach, which is the Holy Spirit of Moshiach. Umaitzien Misham Mikoyach Elapoyel. And we draw from there light and life and holiness from potential into actualization, from above to below. And therefore, after that first day, when, we, when the Korban Oimer was brought on the 16th of Nisan, we count all the days, Shehem Shiva Shavuos, which are seven weeks, Keneged Shivas Yemei Bereshis, corresponding to the seven days of creation. Lachzor Ulekasher Kol Hamisbar, Shem Shivas Yemei Bereshis. What we're doing is we're going back and attaching all of those numbers, that whole count, the seven weeks which correspond to the seven days of creation. Sheze Iker Bechinas Moitzi Mikoyach Alapoyal, which is one of the most clearest examples of where Hashem brought from potential to actualization the creation of the world and what we want to do is we want to attach all of it to its roots, to its source because during that period of time during the time of Sfira Soimer we need to prepare ourselves to receive the Torah on Shavuos. And by, by receiving the Torah, that's what really completes the entire creation, bringing the whole creation from potential to actualization, to real completion, because the tachlis of the whole creation was the Torah. Bibchinas, as the, the Pesach says about a certain group of angels, they go up and they come back down. What we're trying to accomplish is that the state of the whole world, after it was created, which is Poyal, should be like Koidamabria, should be as holy and pure as Koidamabria as before creation, when the whole creation was kaviochal in potential, in Hashem's mind. So we're trying to connect the whole creation back to pre-creation. V'yafal pikein, and despite that, yiskayim habriya, we still want the entire creation to exist. It's not that we're nullifying, we're negating the world completely. We want it to exist, but we want to plug it back into its source. All of this is accomplished through the power and the, the abilities of the true tzaddikim, who bring down to us the light of the Torah in each and every single generation in wondrous ways. Any questions?
וזהו בחינס מספר בני ישראל, שאויסקים בפרשה זויס קודם שבועס. And this will also explain the counting of the entire Jewish nation, which is in Parshas Bamidbar, which is the Parsha that we usually read right before the holiday of Shavuos. Ki koirin mi koidem Parshas Bamidbar, because we read before Shavuos this Parsha, k'moishom Rabbi Seinazal, as the Gemara says, menu v'itzru, count and celebrate the holiday of Atzeres, the holiday of Shavuos. Because that upper spirit that we've been discussing throughout this halacha, the Ruach de Leila, is a very high level. It's a very bright light. And this is why there's a need to have many students to be able to draw this Ruach Chaim, this Pishnayim from their rabbi, because this is billions of watts, and a few students can't support that, can't handle that. You need many students. As the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, V'ha'amidu talmidim harbei, establish many students. V'zeu b'chinas mailas ribui b'nei Yisroel. And this also explains the importance of Klal Yisroel expanding, growing in numbers. Shashem Yisborach v'atzadikim avorchem bozeh come upon him. We find that Hashem and the Tzadikim give us this bracha in many places, that we should multiply, we should have more and more Jews, larger families. Kamashikosuv, Hashem alikei avoseichem yoisef aleichem. May Hashem, the Hashem of your forefathers, increase, add to you, Yevorech Yere Hashem, Uchsiv Yosef Hashem Aleichem Vial Bnechem. These are all psukim which talk about Klal Yisrael growing in numbers. Kikolma Shemisrabin Bnei Yisrael Hakshirim Hanil Vimelatzadik Oemes, because the more good religious Jews we have that are attached to the true tzaddik, Mekablin Yosir Horuach Hayemanal we're able to receive, to draw more of that spirit of life, that Pishnaim canal. Because we have a greater ability to receive more as a result of the many kalim of, these, of each and every single person. The kalim are the mitzvahs and maizim toivim that each and every person does. However, there's an additional requirement that there should be major love among all the students. This term, which the Arizal used, which is used in the Zohar Kodesh and other places, so that the Sitra which, which, is, which usually attaches it itself when there's large numbers, should not be able to attach itself here. We know that the Kedusha is usually referred to as one, the Sitrachra is referred to as many. In the Asera Sadibrois, Onoichi Hashem Aloikecha, I am Hashem who took you out of Egypt, Hashem Echod, Lo Yelcha Eloikim Acherim Alponai. 
do not worship idols, plural. And as the Torah tells us, that when you're going to count the Jewish people, be careful, there shouldn't be a plague. As Rashi Kodesh points out, that when we're counting the Jews, the Sitrachra wants to jump on and, and be Makatrei Chas V'Shon. V'alkein, Kishemoyin in Yisrael, Tzrichen Litein Shkolem, Machzis HaShekel. And this is the reason why when, the, when Moshe Rabbeinu was counting the Jews, there was a requirement for each Jew to give Tzedakah, to donate a half a shekel, which the Torah tells us, Esrin Geira HaShekel, that a shekel is 20 geira. Why does the Torah point that out? Esrim geira bechinas shnei hayuden hanal. The 20 geira that are found in a shekel represent the two yuds that we're speaking about throughout this halacha. The upper yud, the lower yud. The yud that begins yud kevavke and the yud at the end of alef dalet nun yud. The poiseach es yodecho, poiseach es yudecho. Bechinas asoro, asoro hakaf, kamuva. As it says also <coughs> in the Torah, that the, the spoon, the, 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 in one of the donations to the Mishkan, it says asoro, asoro hakaf. Asoro is ten. Ten, ten, hakaf is kof. Kof is twenty that the 20, the Esrim Geira, is made up of two units of Asora Asora, of these two Yuds, as is brought in the Zohar HaKadosh. Ki tzdoko nidvas leiv hu bechinas hamshochas haruach hayim me'elo lesato. Because charity, which is an expression of the generosity of the heart, is an example also of drawing that Ruach Chaim from above to below. Ki tzadik al shem Because the term tzadik is associated with tzadka, giving, generous. And it's the tzadik or the mitzvah of tzadka that give us that pipe, that opening, that open up that, that Ruach Deleila in order to have it flow down to the Ruach Lesato. Bibichinas, as the Pasuk says, Pishuli Shari Tzedek. Open up for me the gates of Tzedek. Note Tzedek Daika. Note that term Tzedek is associated with Tzedek and Tzedakah. Uksiv, there's another Pasuk. Pishu Shorim Veyovoi Goi Tzedek. Open up the gates. And let the nation, which is tzaddik, come forth. Tzaddik daiko. So we, Rav Nelson is stressing here in this paragraph that the more Jews that we have, the more, uh, the more we have the ability to receive more of that ruach delayla. How do we receive it? Two ways that he discusses here. One is the tzaddikim. The tzaddik is the one who's able to open up the open up, an opening in that ruach delayla and be the pipe, the vav. The tzaddik is the letter vav, the pipe by which the ruach delayla flows into the ruach delasata, by which heaven is able to be mashpia down to earth.
And because the Ruach de Leila is such a high voltage, it's such an incredible bright light, it requires many students to be able to receive that light when it's being broadcasted. If there aren't enough students, the light can blind them. And Rav Zal also mentioned the issue of tzedakah, that tzedakah also creates openings. Pasoyach tiftach es when the Torah defines the mitzvah of tzedakah, it says, open, open your hands. Tzedakah opens up openings also in this Ruach de Leila to be able to flow to the Ruach de Lesata. But Rav Zal stresses, it's critical that there should be ahava among the students because if there's ahava, then the pipes are connected and everything flows well. If there's no ahava, if there's pirud, if there's separation, if there's separation, that flow doesn't work properly and, and negative things can happen. And unfortunately, it's for this reason that sometimes there breaks out conflict, machloikis, among the Jews. To the extent sometimes where one Jew becomes an obstacle for another Jew, trying to prevent him from coming close to Hashem, from coming close to the tzaddik. And, and these obstacles, the obstacles that come from human beings, are the greatest ones, the most powerful ones, the worst, as is known, as Rabbi Nezal discusses this in Sichoi Soran. We've given the example many times that in the case of Yosef HaTzadik, the Orachayim HaKodesh says he was better off in a pit of snakes and scorpions than he was in the hands of his brothers who hated him. Because snakes and scorpions cannot harm a person unless they're given a direct command by Hashem to do so. And a human being has Bechira. A human being, even if Hashem doesn't want that person to be hurt, chas a, a, a human being can hurt the person. Ki because among the many Jews, there are different opinions. As, as the, the, Mara, the Gemara and the Medrash say, that our minds don't necessarily think alike. However, even though we think differently, it's critical that all of us are able to join together, to unite and receive together from our true rabbi. And when that happens, when people who have all kinds of diverse opinions and they think differently and they're able to be joined together and united under one rabbi and be able to receive Torah from him and be able to help each other, then it accomplishes a major tikkun. Bibchinas, as the Pesach says, berovom hadras melech. When there's a large nation, it's tremendous beauty and honor for the king. Uchsiv, there's another Pesach, berovois tzadikim yismach When there are many by the tzadikim, the nation rejoices. 
כי דייקו, על ידי שדייתו משונה זה מזה, because it's specifically, because we think differently from each other, and despite that, וכולם נכלולם בדיו אחד, we still are able to all join together and unite and, and agree להיכולל בהצדק או אמס רבם, to join together and to become part of our true rabbi, על ידי זה יש להם כלים נפלואים הרבה לקבל האור הגודל, בחינס פי שניים. This gives us many wondrous כלים in which to receive the great light, that double portion. אבל כשאוהים דמנושים מישראל וחולקים על הצדק אמס, whereas רחמונו לצלון, when Jews rise up and oppose a true tzaddik, they make machloikis against the true tzaddik, שבאמס גם הם מקבלים חיוסם בהלם גודל ממנו. Where the truth is, even the opponents of the tzaddik are receiving their spiritual life, their spiritual light from that tzaddik in a very hidden way. בבחינס מלכוס באיסקסיה, as Rabbi Nezal touches on this in chapter 56 in Likut Imran, where he speaks about a tzaddik who has rulership, some of his rulership is out in the open, and some of it is hidden, where, where those people don't know that he is their ruler, he's their king, he's their supplier, and yet he really is. והם חולקים על מקור חיוסם. And these people who are opposing the tzaddik, they are opposing the source of their life. And therefore, not only are they harming themselves, are they opposing themselves, and they're tearing themselves away from the source of their life, They rise up and they serve as obstacles and prosecutors against those who are really trying to come close to the tzaddik. And here again, Rabbi Nelson Zal is referring to what he experienced, the horrific machloikas that took place during his time. V'zois ha-machloikas v'ha-meniyois מויניה יויסר מהמניוס של השלוי בבני ישראל הנה. And this machloikis, this infighting in the Jewish nation, these obstacles are worse and much stronger than the, the opposition that we get from non-Jews. וזה בחינס וחיסורוין לא יוכל להימונויס. And this is what the Gemara is referring to when the Gemara says that there are certain sins There are certain terrible things that people can do which cannot be repaired. And the Gemara says, This refers to a situation where a group of people join together to do a mitzvah and someone chooses not to join, to stay out. Chas v'shon. Hainu kanal, as we discussed previously. V'hatikun... And the way that all of this is repaired, al yidei Eliyahu, is through Elianovi, sheyovoi lasois shalom boilam, where the Torah tells us that one of his major missions is going to be to bring peace to the world. 
as the Gemara says, because as we showed earlier, Elianovi is one of the best examples of being able to draw this Pishnaim, as is written clearly about him in the Navi, that he gave over this Pishnaim to his student Elisha. And one of the most critical factors in, in order for this to be able to happen is there must be Shalom. And this is why the Pasuk says about Elianavi, that he's going to return the hearts of parents to their children and the hearts of children to their parents. Referring to our generation, unfortunately, when in many cases the, the children are distant from the parents and the parents are distant from the children. Av uben, father and son, Zebechinas Rav Talmud, also represents rabbi and student. Bechinas Ruach de Leila, Veruach de Lesata, the upper Ruach and the lower Ruach. Sheyoshiv Veyichloil Av Albonim Ubonim Alavaisam. Elianovi is going to go ahead and restore and bring together the father with the children, the children with the fathers. The, the rabbis with the students, the students with the rabbis. So that the upper ruach and the lower ruach will come together, will join together. In this manner of going up and coming down. And this is the main tikkun of this double light that we're speaking about throughout this halacha, which Elianovi draws from the divine spirit of Moshiach. We'll just finish the paragraph and take questions. V'yalkein, and therefore, the Gemara says, Akol bei asora shchintoshaya. Over every group of ten Jews, the divine spirit of Hashem rests. V'nikroim minyan, a, a, a group of ten Jews is called a minyan. The word minyan means to count. Kizeh ikr shleimus ha minyan digdusha, kisheyesh asora because this is the real example of a complete count in Judaism, when there are ten who join together for a to daven together to learn together for a dover shibikdusha, asoro daika. Rab Zal says, note the magic number is ten, corresponding to the yud that we're speaking about throughout this this halacha. When there are ten Jews joining together, then we have the ability to draw from that upper Yud into the lower Yud. That's the real accomplishment that we're looking to accomplish by counting. And that's why a group of ten is called a minion, a count. Because this is the tikkun of counting. Because through these ten uniting together, 
they're all becoming part of one. Remember, in Mispar Koton, ten is one. Bebechinas rotsoi v'ashoiv kanal. By this two-directional travel of the light. Shezeh ikar hatikun. And this is really what we're trying to accomplish. Any questions, please? A question in the chat. Can it really happen that a person can be hurt through another person, even if Hashem doesn't really want that? Won't the person who's trying to hurt them be distracted, or won't something else happen to prevent them? The answer is, this is the point that we've quoted in the name of the Oyer HaChaim, whose Yorzeit is coming up, I believe, next week in Yitzhashem. The Oyer HaChaim HaKodesh points out in the case of Yosef HaTzadik that there's a difference between humans and animals. That by animals, an animal cannot move, can't make any kind of move without a direct command by Hashem. And a human being, this factor called Bechira means that even if it's really not what Hashem wants, what Hashem would want ideally, Hashem will let it happen in certain cases because of the sake of Bechira. The Yerachayim HaKadosh points it out that the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik said, let's kill him and then we'll see, then, then we'll see about his dreams. All these dreams he said he's destined for greatness and greatness. The Yerachayim HaKadosh says they, they made a mistake because had they succeeded in killing him, it would not necessarily have proven his dreams false. Could be his dreams were true, and yet they were able, Hashem allowed them, gave, gave room for them to step in and, and, and override that chas v'shom. We find, in fact, that in this story of Yosef HaTzadik being sold, etc., we're told that the brothers made a pact between them that no one is allowed to reveal to Yaakov Avinu what took place. And the, the Gemara, the Zohar Kodesh tell us, they took the Shekhinah into the pact with them. They had the power to be able to do that, to kaviochel, insist and force Hashem to be part of this deal that they made, that no one is allowed to reveal to Yaakov Avinu that Yosef HaTzadik is still alive. That's how far this goes. Any other questions? Good morning, Good morning Reverend Nassim. Uh, regarding the disunity between the Jewish people, the ultimate tikkun is through Eliyahu Novi. Until that time, uh, what answers can Reverend Nassim give us? The answer is what Reverend Nassim has said in the beginning of the paragraph. Every group of ten, every minion, Every shul, the Zohar Kodesh says, if one shul or one group of Jews will get it together, get it together meaning there'll be no machloikas between them. They'll be united, they'll care about each other, they'll pray for each other, they'll join in each other's simchas, they'll join in each other's pain, and, and they'll join together to serve Hashem. The purpose of this union, the purpose of this shul or group will be serving Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh says that can bring Moshiach. And, and that's one of the most important goals that we have. 
My Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld repeated this many times throughout the years that we knew him, stressing how much he wanted to see this and how much all of the tzaddikim, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoyzal said in the Zohar Kodesh to his students that the secret of our success, why we are able to do things that my Rebbe couldn't and previous generations were not zoicher, to, to, to document the secrets of the Torah, to put the Zohar Kodesh and the Tikkun Zohar together and, and to affect such incredible Tikkunim was the unity between us. The Arizal also tried to do this, and at one point he thought he had succeeded, but it's brought that a disagreement broke out among the women, and the Arizal said, we lost the opportunity for this generation. It, Moshiach, the Geula, can no longer happen in this generation. That's five, about 500 years ago. Imagine how much suffering we could have saved ourselves that took place in these last 500 years if we could have gotten it together. But this is why the Sahara works so hard you know, to, 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 to magnify the diversity in Klal Yisrael and to use our differences as, as a means of creating machloikas, to use it as an excuse for disunity, which is a, a terrible mistake, terrible mistake. Thank you. Paragraph Mem Aleph. V'zeh b'chinas netilas yodayim l'achila. Based on what we've been learning here, we'll also understand the depth of the reason why we wash our hands before eating a meal with bread. Ki tikunoi letaher hayodayim daiko. Because the tikun requires purifying the hands, specifically through these waters that we're using. Because the waters that we use to wash our hands with draw from the spiritual holiness of mikvah. Where the divine spirit of Hashem is present. That divine spirit of Moshiach hovers over the waters, we said, the mikvah waters. And as we learned previously, that's why dipping in the mikvah is one of the major examples of bringing from potential to actualization, from koyach to poyal. And it's from there that we draw the purification from all types of impurities that result from our sins, Rahman al-Islam. And this is why the main purification is related to the hands specifically. Because as Rabbi Nezal shows in that chapter on the Kutimran, it's the hands that represent koyach and poyal. The yuds, the yodayim, the yud, the poiseach es yodecho, es yudecho. Shehim bechinas yemin usmoil. The hands represent the concept of right and left. Bechinas, as the Posik says, af yodi yosto eretz, v'yemini tovcho shamayim. My left hand established the earth, and my right hand the heaven. 
So we see that the whole creation, the whole ko- from going to koyach to poyal, is associated with the hands. And this is why the impurities that attach themselves to a person and the purification are associated with the hands specifically. As the Gemara says, that the hands are the busiest of all the parts of the body and therefore they are the most vulnerable and susceptible to tumor. Because the main accomplishments that we're trying to achieve in this world, all of our work and business and action and activities, is all usually performed by the hands, which are the kleamaisa. The, the they are the most active part of the body, usually. It's with our hands, usually, that we complete everything. And we bring things from potential to actualization. And this is why the Torah associates our mitzvahs and averos with the hands. Which is all the different types of tuma and tara. The Gemara usually speaks about the person's hands becoming tome or, or tohar. The Kohanim have to wash their hands and feet upon coming into the Beis HaMikdosh. And therefore, before a person is going to eat a meal, which is all about giving us life. Food is what gives us life. Whereby we're trying to draw that spirit of life from above to below. We must use water specifically. Water, which represents that Ruach Elikim, to wash specifically the hands. Because the, the main effective, effectiveness of this being is dependent on the hands. Any questions? Paragraph Membeis, Vialkein Gam Koidem Hatfila, Tsrichen Litoil Yoto Bemaim. And this will explain also why before a person davens, Min Shachris, Min if the person is supposed to wash their hands with water, Vihoiker, the main time is Baboiker Kishakomashena in the morning when a person wakes up from sleep, then there's a real chiv to wash your hands before doing any tefillah. Because the sleep during the night, when, when it's dark, which represents menias, as we learned earlier, the word choshech means darkness, and the word chosachto ezbincho means to withhold, menia. 
which we need to break through our intense desire, Kanal, as we discussed previously, and afterwards, when the person wakes up from their sleep, we need to purify ourselves from the tumor of the evil spirit, evil spirit that rests on a person during the nighttime when they sleep. Shemishom kol hamenios, that that's the source of all obstacles. Sheshoira al hayodayim beyoser, and this tuma of this ruach ra rests on our hands specifically more than any other part of our body. Machmas shal yodom iker tikun, because of the fact that the hands are the ones that are most effective in the tikkun, and able to help us actualize things. The hands are the most effective. That's why we must purify the hands specifically with water. And then we're ready to daven. We can daven. And tefillah is one of the most effective, important ways of bringing things from potential to actualization. Through the words of the tefillah. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this very clearly in chapter 66 in Likud Imran, the chapter that our halacha is based on, and also in chapter 31 in Likud Imran. And this is tied into what the Gemara says. Any Jew who relieves themselves in the morning, they go to the bathroom and they wash their hands and they recite the Shema and they recite the Shema Esrei and the Gemara offers all kinds of statements. Umasik, the Gemara concludes Ke'ilu toval. It's as if the person dipped in a mikvah. Kinetilas yodayim hu bechinas tevila b'mikvah kanal. Because the washing of the hands is like toiveling in a mikvah. It's not exactly the same, but it's 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 a similar concept. Rab Nosanzal says now va'ayin b'hatoyra hanal. Take a look in chapter sixty-six in Likut Yimran, which this whole halach is based on. Mashekosuv al posuk vehemo miyodcho nigzoru. How Rabbeinazal expounds on the posuk, and they, the sinners, were cut away from your hand. Vehein mashekosuv shoma maim rabbi Seinazal, and in addition, what Rabbeinazal writes on the mission in Pirkeovois, that think about three things veena tobo lidea vera. And you will not come to the hands of sin. Rabbeinu Zal asks, why Yidei? Why Yodcha? Why so much? And Rabbeinu Zal over there in the Kutimran expounds on this. Lidei Daiko. Ki Iker Bechinas Moitzimi Koyach Alapoyel Letoiv Oy Lehepechas V'Shalom Tolu Biyadayim. Because our main ability to take things from potential into actualization, whether for good or for bad, is through the hands. 
שעל יודום יוצא כל הבריאה מכויח על הפועל. Because כביכול it's through the hands of Hashem that the whole creation came into being. בבחינס, from כויח to פועל. As the Pesach says, אף יודי יוסטו ארץ וימיני תופחו שמיים. ועל כן, עיקר הטהרו בידיים. And therefore, the, the real purification is dependent on the hands. Now, Rav Nelson Zal is going to go back to the topic of Hechsher Kalim, purifying Kalim, utensils, vessels that a person acquires from a non-Jew. Paragraph Mem Gimel. Question? Yes. Sorry, Rav Nelson. Just regarding washing hands before davening, how much emphasis must be put on it, specifically if... Time is short, we come to davening uh, for whatever the reasons late, or there isn't any water, what's plan B, um, etc. What are the best practices? Good, good, good question. You brought up the right question because Rav Nosnazal anticipated this and he included this. <coughs> When he said that koidem atfilo, you're required to wash your hands with water, the main time is in the morning when you're waking up from sleep. What I've seen from my rabbis is that no question, under no circumstances, when a person gets up from sleep at night, there's no such thing as not washing your hands with water at the time and doing it properly. What we call negelwasser, which, which means washing the, both hands and washing it three times each, switching off. Right, left, right, left, right, left. a real proper washing of the hands, <clears throat> preferably up to the wrist even, up to the wrist, and certainly at least minimum, minimum, up to the knuckles. That's in the morning. If, if possible, it's a good thing for a person to wash their hands also when they're going to Davin Mincho or Mayriv, especially if there's a chance that they scratch their hair with their hands. If a person, many people aren't aware of this, that scratching your head, scratching your hair, rubbing your hair, requires washing the hands in order to daven or learn Torah. So if a person isn't careful with that, or their hands got dirt, you know, touched any, they touched their shoes, they touched their skin in places where the body's supposed to be covered, in those cases, it definitely requires washing hands. If the person didn't, if the person is generally careful not to do those things, I've seen by my rabbis that they weren't so makbid to wash their hands before mincha, before mayrev. I do see, this, this is interesting, that among Hasidim, in the Hasidish world, I've seen more of a hakpada on this thing, the washing the hands, even before mincha, before mayrev. They do try to be makbid, and the shuls try to make sure that there's a sink available, you know, people coming in for shachris or mincha or mayrev, that there's a sink available, there's towels of it to be able to do it. But again, I, I saw by my rabbis that there wasn't necessarily a hakpada when it came to mincha and mayrev. Thank you, Rav Nossin. And if there's no water around, like wiping one's hands on... one's jacket or something else, is that 
Does it do anything? Yes. On a, I, I don't know if it should be done on clothing, but on a surface, on a surface of a table, on a wall, yes. But again, that's if you touched your shoes or something like that. I, I haven't seen that done as a hachana for Mincha or anything like that. Rav Nassim, I noticed that in my sitter, for the Ntilat Yadayim of the morning, it says that some people do it, make the bracha for the Ntilat right away in the, when they first do Ntilat Yadayim, and others wait and do it right before Tzfilah, connected as part of you know the rest of the Tzfilah. I'm wondering what Rav Nassim's practice is, you know, among, and, and among the rest of the yeah. What I've seen generally among my rabbis is that they said all the brachas together. Meaning, <coughs> moida'ani, moida'ani is the only thing that you can say even before, you should say, even before washing your hands. Moida'ani lefonecho, melechai v'kayom, shechizarto b'nishmosi, bechem lo emunasecho. As soon as the person opens their eyes from sleep. Next is washing the hands properly. <coughs> Next is getting out of bed, relieving oneself, etc., etc., and, and getting ready to be able to daven. And from that point on, saying, that whole flow that, that we see in the Siddur. Notice, even though the That's person can. It doesn't have to be in shul, it could be in a person's house. As soon as the person is properly dressed, person's dressed and, and ready to, to be allowed to say brachas, they can start saying it then. So, and again, just to be clear, it, it doesn't, if you, if you didn't heal like you died 20 minutes earlier, that's not uh, a problem. You'd, correct. You, correct. You, you have in mind to say it later. Correct. As part of the order of brachas. Rav Nossin, yeah. going back to watching it, there's a, there's a story, I don't know if it's true, with the Mayan of the Besht and how it came to be with the Besht and Stalmidim. Before Mincha, does Rav Nossin know about that story? Is it, is it a... Huh? Sounds a little familiar. Sounds familiar. The Baal Shem Tov wanted to wash his hands. You know, there wasn't... And a Mayan was formed possible. That, that was why I mentioned that among Hasidim, I've seen that there's a, there's a, a strong Hakpada, you know, to try to wash hands before every, whenever they're coming into shul, whether it's for mincho or marav, etc. But I mentioned that I saw among my rabbis who were also Hasidim, they were Hasidish, but I, I saw when it came to mincha marav, there was, it could be because they knew that they were careful not to touch other places, and, and Rav Nosenzal pointed out, Voho Iker is, is in the morning. The minimum washing, let's say, minchamariv, if you want it, is also three times surigim. Because I've seen sometimes people just wipe their hand under the tap and get a few drops. As far as I know, again, it, for minchamariv, that's acceptable. In the morning, it's not acceptable. For minchamariv, there's less of a hakpoda. While we're on the topic, I will mention, but again, at least the fingers, at least the fingers up to the knuckles. <clears throat> and once we're on the topic, Regarding Mayim Achroinim, I see that the majority of people, unfortunately, just do their fingertips for Mayim Achroinim, and, and they make these Mayim Achroinim sets that have an eighth of an ounce, you know, for a table of 35 people. Rav Rosen, my, my Rebbe, did stress that, that again, when, according to the Halacha, when it comes to Mayim Achroinim, the fingers, the fingers up to the knuckles, 
Now again, if there's a person can do that, a person can use 64 ounces to do that, or a person can do it with two or three ounces if they do it carefully. But again, to try to get all the fingers on both hands. There are some people that do my machrayim, they just tap it with one hand. They're not aware of the halacha, that the halacha requires the fingers, all ten fingers being included in the Mayim Achreinim. Just one time you say. Yes. Yes. No th- the Thanks for the th- Yeah. Okay. Anyone else before we close? Right. Yes. I, I think I think that uh, interesting concept because uh, Bidna Gaon Bidna Gaon is the one says that you need to wash in front of uh, before Shacharis uh, Mincha and he said that it needs to be done with the bracha. With yeah. a bracha. And my machot, yes, and my machroinim is uh, also minadim. Bidna Gaon holds there's no difference in washing the hands and my machroinim. According to the Quran, you wash like regularly. Same, same thing. Yes. Well, I, I, I know that the is also the one who speaks, if I'm not mistaken, about being required to wash your hands for, for vegetables even throughout the year. <clears throat> that if a person has vegetables yeah. that got wet in any way, you have to wash like we do on, on the Seder night. But again, the accepted custom is that we don't do that only on the Seder night. That's the only time of the year when we wash in the Tila Sedaim without a bracha, without a bracha, for, veg- for the karpas, the karpas that's going to be dipped in water. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. We should be zoicha to Kedusha and Tahara and to, to receive the Shefa, all the Shefa from the Ruach Deleila. We should be zoicha to be close to our Rebbe. Rabbein and his Talmidim, Rab all the Tzadikim, and be to have genuine Ava between us and, and participate in bringing about the Gula Shlema. Amen.